Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Shay. This is an episode I've been looking forward to for a long time. I think we've been trying to do this episode for about three seasons at this point, and so I'm glad we were able to finally put it on the calendar. Uh, so they were mastering Rampart. 2.0 remastering the legends at this point so this is going to be an exciting one we're both rampart fans henry's been on the island since day one i've come over bought a little bit of property i'm still not as heavily invested as you but we're definitely both fans over here at the third party before we get into the episode though if you want a question answered ask it in our discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review on apple podcasts make sure you follow us on twitter at kirkrudo and at hp burrison we appreciate it a ton. Links for all those are in the description below. Because now we're at a point where we're remastering Legends, although we definitely have some thoughts ourselves, we are hoping that members of our community can help us pick what Legends we remaster next based off of popularity, time it's been since we've mastered them, game updates, whatever. How we plan on doing that is having our patrons uh, submit their ideas, vote on head-to-heads, things like that. So if you want to have a say in this amazing segment that we've been doing for years now, definitely head over to our Patreon. Link for that is in the description. Man, this is this is one of my favorite episodes. You know, remastering, mastering yeah. the legends. It's so fun. We get to go so deep. And it, <laughs> we run into issues when we try and talk about multiple legends on shows that we go too long, uh, particularly. So this is a nice time to give somebody the attention they deserve because, you know, despite the changes in pick rate for everyone, all legends across the board, there's still people that main every legend that listen to the show. And so we love to give them the attention they deserve. But yeah, let's dive into it. Mastering the Legends, Rampart Edition. Man, this is going to be a cool one. <laughs> yeah, man. Last time we mastered Rampart was when she released. So all the way back at season six, like mm-hmm. Apex has more than doubled it's in game. its maturity since then. <laughs> um, her ultimate back in the day uh, was fixed only. Now it could be used while moving, walking, crouching, sliding. Um, and her tactical has been substantially buffed uh, so that we believe her play style has really expanded. And that's what we'll be talking about a lot today. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, like Shay said at the top, um, She's one of my favorite legends. I would say in my rotation, she's up in the top three of who I play the most. And it's important to note that when Shay and I were streaming <laughs> a lot, both on YouTube and on Twitch, the Rampart Mirage dynamic duo always seemed to secure us wins on stream. So I won't say if it was a placebo Rampart. effect or anything, but um, I would say it was, it was still, you know, that's what happens when you play with your passions, right? That's right. When that's you commit right. to your passions, Rampart and Mirage, good things happen. But yeah, yeah. she's just, she's so fun. And it, it was awesome to see her get attention at the third party invitational, something that we were hyped about while we were watching. Saw multiple people playing. Uh, you know, you don't get to see Rampart in private lobby competitive environments quite often if you're just uh, watching the pro scene. So it was a total blast. And overall, she's just been 
getting some love kind of from developers. She's changed a lot, like we'll talk about today. Um, but also, you know, streamers are playing her right now as well. And so it's it's fun to see. Yeah, I'm really kicking around an idea about an upcoming third-party invitational where you have to run Rampart, mm-hmm. Mirage. I don't know about the third yet. Maybe Octane, something really fun. Or we just blacklist uh, a lot of the, the most popular legends. So we kind of I think see. it'd be fun. Who pops up? So that's you must have a sub three percent pick rate. Exactly. To be yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that could be fun to mess around with, and Rampart's a big reason for my interest in that. Mm-hmm. Little bit of a recap: How we master the legends. We're going to go through every single ability in detail. So passive tactical ultimate. Then we're going to talk about things ranging from ideal team compositions to elevate the power of this one legend. We're going to talk about loadouts. We're going to talk about um, arena's viability and overall strategies and tips and maybe some little known uh, facts or strategies that work with this one legend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think without further ado, let's just dive right into it. Yeah, let's get into the nitty gritty. Start with that passive, man. Passive is modded loader. What it is, increased magazine or heat capacity when we're talking L-Star and faster reloads or recharging when using LMGs and the minigun ultimate. What this is in numbers is a approximately 15% larger magazine for all LMGs, and then a 25% faster reload time. Ooh. Now, <laughs> we are in a, a truly ideal state for Rampart right now mm-hmm. this season. We will probably never be in this state again. <laughs> Honestly, I think we'll probably continue to see uh, things get taken away from L Stars in probably two or three seasons' time. Next season, uh, we probably won't have uh, the Rampage uh, in the Crafter, at least. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm pretty sure that this is a-, a peak season for Rampart in her passive ability. And there's nothing locked, you know, for the no. first time in forever. Because the replicator, while we say it maybe kind of takes guns out of, you know, circulation at times, you can still have access to it if you are a lover of that weapon. So this is yeah. such a cool passive, though. Like, we have loved the concept of something being catered towards a weapon class. We said it with Mad Maggie when she came out as well. It's a really cool idea. The execution behind this has obviously changed a lot since it kind of first came out um, in terms of not just the effectiveness of the ability, but like you kind of said, the state of the LMGs and weapons around it, which is always interesting to know that the legend can be directly altered by the changes in the loot pool and the balancing of weapons, uh, you know, for better or for worse. Uh, But yeah, I'll let you get into the numbers after I just tell you that the Spitfire animation, the unique animation that she has is like one of the coolest things in the game. And I'm a sucker for unique animations. So uh, that's that's like 90% of why I'll ever play Rampart. (laughs) Yeah, so not only does Rampart have faster reload times, but she has unique animations for all five weapons, including Mm -hmm. that ultimate. So it's pretty cool. Um, We won't get into every single number here, but a couple fun ones to point out. Normally, the maximum magazine size this season for the Spitfire is 50. With Rampart, that goes all the way to 58, even higher than the max it has been (laughs) in the past. The Rampage maxes out at 46 instead of 40 with Rampart. The Devotion, I feel, is more drastic, maybe just mentally, going at a cap of 48 all the way up to 55 as Mm -hmm. a maximum. Now, 
L-Star, not currently in the meta. But all these other LMGs, I think, can definitely be used with any legend. Doesn't really matter. This passive is meaningful, but it is most meaningful on the L-Star, just mm -hmm. based off how you use the cooldown and the recharge uh, components of the L-Star, being able to suppress and feather the trigger way, way better with Rampart makes it a fantastic weapon for her to use. The, the numbers are really tricky always with the L-Star, but if you just hold down the trigger and you have a purple magazine on the L-Star, you can unload 26 shots. With Rampart, you can unload 30. So we're talking about a high damage, high DPS LMG mm -hmm. that she can just fire more of. And when we think about the L-Star and how it works, there's a really great use case for Rampart being that person to carry the L-Star. Let's talk about the other side of the passive, that kind of faster reload. This is significant. This is mm -hmm. where I believe the key is. And I'll give you the best example. Rampage. Rampage normally takes 3.2 seconds for a tactical reload and an even 4 seconds for the full reload. Very, very long. One of the mm -hmm. highest reloads in the game. With Rampart, that's dropped down to 2.4 tactical and an even 3 second full reload. Welcome to AR land, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the perspective that you need to have because the flat line has a tactical reload of the identical 2.4 and then a full reload of 3.1. So if a rampage and a flat line are coming at each other and they both empty their mag at the same time, the rampage with rampart is going to be able to fire first against a flat line. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely insane, you know, and it's very close behind on the Spitfire. So this is a powerful uh, reload ability that, like we've said all the way when we first mastered Rampart, brought in line the timing and the use of ARs and LMGs so that you could take the benefits that LMGs have in terms of DP DPS and time to kill and magazine size and accuracy and not sacrifice on the reload time that the ARs benefit from. So a lot of good stuff there. I think that's where the key strength of this passive is. Mm -hmm. I agree. Obviously, there are accuracy differences. So when you expand the magazine capacity, it becomes easier to use. Spitfire, normal accuracy with a purple mag against purple armored enemies is 24%. Love that. It's in the sweet spot. With Rampart, that drops down to 20%. So across the board, we're looking at 4 to 6% easier to use in terms of just that magazine size. The other thing that's kind of interesting, and I think we don't call out as a number very often, but for LMGs, it's probably the most applicable. And this is damage potential. If you were to have a purple magazine unload the entire mag into the body of enemies, how much damage could you do with one magazine, assuming 100% accuracy? Like, what's the damage potential? Spitfire normally is 900. With Rampart, that climbs to 1,044. The Rampage, surprisingly, has a base of 1,040 potential damage, but with Rampart, that goes up to almost 1,200. So 
that's something that maybe isn't as tangible when we think about, okay, you get slightly more bullets, you get slightly easier to use, but in terms of just raw damage output, you're looking at at least 100 damage more Mm -hmm. per magazine. And 100 damage undeniably matters in a game where most people only have 200 health. Yeah, totally. Let's move on to things that are a little more complicated, though. Tactical, and then later on, the ultimate. Mm -hmm. Tactical ability, amped cover. Rampart builds a crouch cover wall, which deploys a full cover amped wall that blocks incoming shots and amps outgoing shots. You can have a max of five out in any game, and then they have an individual cooldown of 20 seconds. Now, you can hold three charges of this ability at one time, and then you gain one additional as you drop them every 20 seconds, like the cooldown states. There's a lot of details on here. I'm going to go through exactly the different features of this tactical, and then we're going to talk about how to Mm -hmm. use it and how I feel about it. Right now, the amped cover takes 3.6 seconds to fully deploy. During the deployment, it has 120 health at the base. Once fully deployed, it will have the full health. The base cover has a total health of 400. The amped barrier at the top that covers your head, shoulders, torso has an additional 175 health. This is kind of shown by a cool UI, I think, which is a hexagon, seven different components, um, each one being worth 25 health. So you can look at it and kind of determine, is it halfway broken? Is it you know, almost broken? Things like that visually with shapes and not numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, the key here that I use this tactical the most with is the fact that it's amped and it boosts the outgoing shots by 20%. That means 20% faster time to kill, 20% more damage. It's significant, Mm -hmm. especially when you start talking about the ultimate. Now, one little caveat is that you can't stack this amp effect. You can so cool. Well, you were kind of wondering (laughs) in the beginning, but you can't have two, three, four amped covers all lined up and then boost it by 40, 60, 80%. the last amped cover to be fired through will be broken on the top side. So you can only have one. Kind of sad, but true. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about exactly how we use this tactical. Mm -hmm. Because I think for a lot of players, evident by her very low pick rate, find a difficult, slow, tedious, uncertain, when do you use this? And I get that. So there is some difficulty because we've talked about can you use it reactively? Like Mm -hmm. to, you know, if you start getting shot at, can you throw one down to protect yourself? Well, it's not like it's a Gibraltar bubble, you know, it's better than nothing, I think is fair to say. But, you know, it's the reactivity is still, I think, what separates someone that plays Rampart consistently versus someone that's kind of like, oh, I really just want to use this legend for Sheila, but how do I get the most out of this legend per se? (laughs) Yeah, and in like a few seconds, we're going to talk exactly about Gibraltar, Newcastle, how does this play in? How is it different? Mm -hmm. Um, But first off, different use cases uh, for this tactical ability. Long range, you can pop one of these down on a mountaintop and use a marksman or a sniper, even an AR on single fire maybe, LMG. 
for poke damage. You know, you're amping that damage out, you're covering your head uh, with this tactical. So no harm in doing that. If you need to level up your Evo shield, what a wonderful item mm-hmm. to use. You know, this is a great ability. In the medium range, I think the best use case for this tactical is defending Sheila while mounted. So if you mm-hmm. do have to deploy that ultimate, making sure that you have plenty of walls to protect yourself because you're so vulnerable is key. Um, also in medium range, kind of speaking to that reactivity, you can drop multiple covers. So you could drop mm-hmm. two or three to distract enemies or catch an angle on them. So whenever you are building an amped cover, that presents a target to enemies and they want to hit it while it's building so it's easier to destroy and mm-hmm. you know keep you on your toes. Use that to your advantage by kind of throwing out dummy amped covers, sliding at someone and dropping one and then going to the left, dropping another one so that they're having to fire and waste shots when mm-hmm. you really have no intention of really building a crazy fortress that close to them, but you want to catch them off guard and distract them from maybe a teammate who's on a flank or maybe mm-hmm. a, a revive that's happening behind you or you have to hit a battery so you, you don't want them shooting at you. I think that's one of the key things. Like when I play Rampart, that is what I think about is like, I have three in my inventory. I'm probably not going to ever just pop one if I'm trying to use it reactively. Yeah. But you can go in saying like, I'm going to throw three down and have the expectation that I actually maybe have the cover of one per se. Totally. But that one is probably all you need if you've gotten someone to shoot at multiple other amped covers, use their mag, and now you're set up with amped and hopefully a prime position. But you don't really want to go into this being like, like you kind of said, I'm going to just set up a mobile fortress anywhere, anywhere, uh, reactively yeah. at least. <laughs> totally. And I think that skill is what separates the good ramparts from the not so good ramparts is can you use the tactical rapid fire as reactive in order to get an advantage in a fight? And mm-hmm. It is hard because I would say it's one of the more technical abilities. You have to have an understanding of where the enemies are, what Mm -hmm. angles interact with the terrain. It is a challenge. But taking that approach and thinking about that as a tool on your belt, really, really powerful. The other very similar use case to that is purely using a amped cover, probably while it's building, to block shots. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not going up and distracting and doing all these these crazy moves like in Fortnite, but <laughs> maybe you're in a 1v1 and you get some shots on somebody. And while you close the gap or while you reload, you pop down an amped cover. That's going to block if you're crouched behind it, sliding behind it, 120 damage. We talk all the time about how can you force an enemy to miss your shots? Mm-hmm. You do that by bamboozling them. You can do that by being incredible of movement. You can do that by utilizing cover. You can also do it by utilizing Rampart's tactical. And it's huge in doing that. The fact that you went bamboozle first, that just proves why that duo was so good. It was it just pure it. distraction. <laughs> I know. I know. Just how many shots can you force the enemy to miss yep. um, is really and what gunfights come down to most of the time. N- it's not missing to them either Mm -hmm. it's just you choosing where the bullets go and if you can fight somebody that's got half a mag you're at a drastic advantage in a fight and that's huge (laughs) you're forcing them to react because Mm -hmm. you're forcing them to expel ammo at you do Mm -hmm. something that they didn't really want to do 
And the reason why they really have to do it, and maybe if you haven't fought against a lot of Ramparts or you haven't played Rampart before because she doesn't really have a high uh, pick rate or unlock rate, but (laughs) if you haven't, you're forcing it because if someone allows you to build that amped cover, you now have a huge advantage being on Mm -hmm. the positive side of that. Because if you're shooting at somebody and your ammo is being amped by 20% and you have an extra 175 health to your name, that is such a power discrepancy that the enemies will not want to engage you in that head-to-head. You know, you're, you're talking about being able to kill them faster and them having to do almost double the damage in order to knock you. That's huge. And that's, I think, is a good way to explain how powerful this tactical can be mm-hmm. when mastered. Totally. The last big use case for this tactical ability is in the close range. Might be the most obvious, but blocking doors. Um, walling off rooftops, I think, is another really good skill to use to stop people from climbing up, but also just establishing that environment and terrain as your own. Um, guarding zip lines fantastic use case being able to just say hey if you come off this zip line i'm looking at you and you are dead Mm -hmm. so don't do it uh you can monitor it but it can also just be such a crazy threat that people won't be taking the zip lines behind your back yep um and then simply blocking off choke points or caves with multiple even just a straight line of amped cover uh can be pretty effective in terms of guarding an area in the late game yeah it's just a great ability honestly like it's just underrated underrated Underrated. that is a rampart in a nutshell though is underrated like that to get to the crux of it but we won't skip that (laughs) yeah another kind of uh underutilized ability here with the tactical is it's buildable and you can stand on top of it this Mm -hmm. is kind of rare in terms of uh, deployable abilities in Apex, um, you can pop down this mini wall, this crouch wall, and stand on it, crouch on it, and this can allow you to get some really deadly angles into windows, specifically, when you're breaching a building. Um, obviously, it takes a little bit of time, a little bit of thought, but mm-hmm. worth it because you just pop down the wall and even while it's building you can stand right on it so that's kind of a, a tiny tiny tip but uh something worth mentioning demon just killing people through windows that they're not used to what a sneaky. bully at the third party sneaky. man <laughs> but uh let's talk about that kind of newcastle and gibraltar tactical how yeah. is rampart better worse different than those abilities mm-hmm. um first off i have to say all three of them are difficult to use. Yeah. So all have pros and cons for yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you don't, even though we might, you know, end here and say, well, Gibraltar is the best all around, top cover, 360 cover, good mm-hmm. duration, large, you can revive people in it. I'm not going to, you know, debate against the Gibraltar <laughs> bubble because I'm a Gibraltar main, but people still find it very difficult to use the bubble. You know, that's why people don't play. Gibraltar because it mm-hmm. is hard. It's a very powerful tactical, if not one of the most powerful tacticals, but you don't see it a lot in, mm-hmm. in pubs. So mm-hmm. they're all difficult. What I'll say 
because this is the Rampart episode, is Rampart's got five. All yep. these other That's guys the got one. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. It is semi-permanent. You know, both of Newcastle and Gibraltar do have a cooldown. Like, they have a duration on their tacticals. Newcastle kind of gets a, a bad end of the stick with mm-hmm. you know hit points and a duration. Um, Rampart doesn't have that duration, but does have the fixed hit points. But then again, she's got five of them, so mm-hmm. kind of have some options. The amped shots, I think, is the big uh, differentiator uh, with Rampart's tactical. Mm-hmm. The other thing that sets her apart is it cannot fully be destroyed by an EMP. Mm-hmm. Newcastle, Gibraltar, get EMP'd by Crypto, that tactical's gone. Ramparts, the amped portion will be gone, but you'll still have that crouch cover. So yeah. I think that's a, a pretty good use case for why Rampart might be you know, able to compete with those mm-hmm. other deployable cover tacticals it's interesting that all these deployable covers that are defensive items have offensive abilities broken into them like gibraltar bubble mm-hmm. forces bubble fights rampart obviously amped and you know in of itself newcastles can move which is an advantage to pushing and so they're, they're, it's cool that there is that flexibility fit into these kits and i think the argument against Rampart and why I'm going to play like why I don't think it's that bad is that you know you put it down it's fixed and you can't move it and you can't throw it far like Gibraltar and you can't move it like Newcastle but because you have three at the ready at any point you can make those adjustments in theory pretty quickly so it's really just that speed of deployment that is kind of a penalty per se in the comparison and then that you know you can get destroyed from above still kind of thing which not fun to suffer from yeah. that, but very much still is you know something you have to think about. Obviously, if she had a full dome of amped, that'd be a lot uh, potentially more powerful of, of a legend. Absolutely, and we'll talk more about kind of the counters and where Rampart is exposed, and primarily it's grenades. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. those other legends aren't as exposed in their most powerful state as Rampart is, and that's something that you definitely have to weigh. Before we get into the ultimate, though, on the rest of the episode, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Let's dive into the ultimate. All right. So the ultimate ability is where Rampart gets fun, in my opinion. No joke. Rampart just becomes incredibly powerful, purely based off the ultimate ability. What it is, it's a minigun named Sheila. Wield a mobile minigun with a single high-capacity magazine. Place it down for anyone to use as a stationary and reloadable turret. Max three of them placed in a game with a 120-second cooldown. That's still the funniest thing to me that I feel like is maybe not taken advantage of to the extent that it should. But the fact that you, in theory, can go grab your high ground and throw down three turrets and have each member of the team just overlooking an end circle or something is, you know, when you see the clips of it or have done it, it's hilariously fun and hilariously powerful. (laughs) Yeah, it's risky to do. I've done totally. it. Um, doing two is pretty easy, given the cooldowns and kind of the, the natural opportunities on maps. Doing all three, man, you can be really exposed on your backside. <laughs> but 
Oh, you the face one the back already. One's yeah. covering your six. Yeah. And then the other two they are out bored, doing the though, damage. You know? yeah, Someone's got to take one for the team. <laughs> it's true. It, it is a true statement. But, you know, right off the bat, we're talking about this ultimate, and the numbers are just disgusting. You can have three of these. There's no other, you know, damage dealing like ability like this. And then having only a two minute cooldown is silly. And once we go into the other components of the cooldown, you just always have this and mm-hmm. it's unfair to other players i i wish rampart was more widely recognized because i think she's very very strong and i'm going to keep playing her um now when you activate this ultimate rampart will pull it out and carry sheila with a single magazine of 173 rounds when it is placed it not only automatically reloads, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but other players that aren't Rampart can get onto a turret and it will have 150 bullets. So that kind of passive ability definitely carries over to the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Reload time for Rampart when it's fixed in a turret uh, alignment is six and a half seconds. Very, very long compared to other weapons, but... It's definitely in proportion to the magazine size. Other legends, it takes eight and two-thirds seconds to do a full reload. Kind of brutal. Mm-hmm. Now It's got to have a penalty somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's some cool things that a lot of players may not know about this ultimate. After you fire all the shots, the UI will prompt you to place down the turret or put it away. If you holster Sheila, mm-hmm. that, that counts as putting it away and it'll start the cooldown. Now, the other thing that is very little known, I believe, is that you have this awesome scope when you aim down sights and then are able to zoom in like you would a sniper scope um, or a one to two times optic. You have a really great like sight picture. Mm-hmm. When you are just walking around with Sheila and you zoom in, that is only a 1.8 times zoom. When it is in place as a turret, that increases to the full three times optic. Mm-hmm. So, and that's drastic. You know, check it out in the firing range if you if you're not familiar with this. But that is something that I think plays a lot into how you use this ultimate because if you are firing at range you are probably better off at just going into turret mode instantly in order to get that massive magnification buff. So there's pros and cons to being Mm -hmm. mobile and fixed, and that's a big one. Totally. Now, the other thing that I believe is little known, and it's something that I'll definitely speak to because it's not something that I use frequently, but is certainly important to mastering this ultimate. Now, you can pull out Sheila, fire some shots while running, sliding, jumping, doing whatever you want, and then you can holster it, switch your weapons, go to your other two weapons. It's going to remain active during that time. You can pull it back out, use Mm -hmm. it, use it some more, place it as a turret. You can do that. You can also at any time put that Sheila into cooldown mode. And why this really impacts the idea of 
cooldown for this ultimate is, well, you can always have it active in your pocket, even if you've already fired it. You can keep it there with one bullet in the in the magazine and wait to deploy it once you get to where you're going. Or you can fully put it into cooldown in order to recharge that ammo capacity. This goes as far as you can fire some shots, then put it into cooldown mode, and the unused ammo will be refunded into ultimate charge. So if you've if you haven't fired 130 out of the 173 rounds, you can put the Sheila into cooldown and it'll go back and it'll be back fully reloaded and able to be used in mobile in like 40, 45 seconds. That's pretty cool. And I think is where you need to really think about what situation you're in when using this ability. Mm-hmm. because. A lot of times I will just holster Sheila. And if I do fully deplete it, I will just instantly pop it down in turret mode wherever I am, fire it again, and get Mm -hmm. the recharge started. But there are definitely situations where you're going to want to put it into the cooldown, especially when maybe you haven't used the entire magazine. Like if you pulled it out and the enemies, the fight's over, maybe you got there a little too late, instead of just holstering it, where you could, maybe it is better to fully put it into cooldown mode and it'll get reset to 75%. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, if you haven't fired, obviously, you're, you're not going to put it into cooldown mode. You're just going to keep it in your pocket, which is amazing that you can do that. Other ultimates Huge don't pocket. behave that way. <laughs> um, if you commit to it, you can't. Yeah, it would be a big pocket. <laughs> um, now, a couple more details on the Sheila. When it's placed down, it has 350 health. So this thing can take a beating from a few grenades and still survive an assault. But if you're up close to an enemy Sheila, you can destroy it with two melees. So this thing isn't, you know, a tank to destroy um, if you're really up close. You can also destroy a Sheila as a rampart um, just by using the utility action key or button. Uh, no charge will be refunded. This is a change from when we first uh, mm-hmm. mastered uh, Rampart because you used to just have to put it into a turret mode and you could get a, a refund in the charge for some portion of it if you hadn't fired it yet. That's no longer the case because you can use it mobile. Other big numbers to think about when using Sheila is it requires a spin-up. So you're going to start spinning the barrel and then you're able to fire. That time is 1.25 seconds where you have to spin that up. Laser sight will be activated. The only laser in Apex, you know, in terms of a laser sight for other shooters is with <laughs> Sheila. Um, but that 1.25 seconds, even though it is a delay and when you're in a close range situation, it matters, it doesn't really matter at medium to long ranges because mm-hmm. you can just start spinning that up and then instantly fire when you have a good clear sight picture. So that's something to take into consideration. And that number is way, way faster than it was on release. Mm -hmm. Other small details. That optic, I think we'll definitely agree on, is fire. Um, It's got some cool features. Mm -hmm. It's got a good picture. And for the muzzle flash this weapon obviously has, it does a good job uh, at giving you 
a chance of hitting some shots. And then it also has um, the distance to target information, just like a sniper does. So that kind of allows you to lead your shots a little bit, count for bullet drop. It's cool. I'm a big fan of it. All that stuff, a lot of rambling about this ability. <laughs> if you have been tuning out, it's time to tune back in because here's where it counts. Damage. Sheila does Speak 14 damage per round. Mm-hmm. All right. At 20 rounds a second, it has a two times headshot multiplier, which is currently the highest LMG headshot multiplier in the game. And although the accuracy is poor, it improves while ramping up. Now, we combine these numbers, base body damage and rounds per second, and we get a damage per second of 280. That is the fastest, the single fastest time to kill in the game once it's spun up at 0.71 seconds to knock an enemy with purple armor. Not particularly close to anything else. It's not (laughs) close to anything else. If they don't have purple armor, they are out like a light. It is no joke. I'm sorry. They're out like a light with purple armor, Henry. They're out like a light with red armor. They (laughs) are. They are. You know, we think about normal time to kill in close quarter situations with shotguns uh, or SMGs. It's about a second. Mm -hmm. This destroys that situation. You know, we're talking incredibly fast. Yes, there's the recoil, but you can counter that Mm -hmm. by the fact that you spin it up, you narrow in that spread mm-hmm. and you have a magazine that can take that time to adjust yeah. if you just hold down the trigger you can fire con- continuously for over eight and a half seconds yeah it's it's the ramp up as well though in terms mm-hmm. of the speed and accuracy that makes it so devastating when you're shooting multiple people especially at range in the open like yeah. that first person they might take a second or so to go down but once you're spun up and you just spin to the teammate and move over to them, dude, that person's going down so quickly and so devastatingly fast. Yeah. I can tell the listeners a fun fact. I have played through the entirety of gold this season as Rampart. And just today, I've gotten two squad wipes with Sheila. Honest, honest truth. You can spray down an entire team, no problem. Close quarters, medium range. It is not a concern. We talk about more than eight seconds of continuous fire and a time to kill of less than a second. Why can't you knock three enemies with that kind of firepower? It's incredible. Easiest gun to do it with. It is, Shay. It (laughs) is. I think people get afraid of the muzzle flash and the spin up time and and the recoil. But if you just fire the gun, it will do the heavy lifting. I promise. The other thing that is incredible to me about the recent buffs across the last few seasons is that you can now run around with Sheila. You can use it as a primary weapon for the most part, and there is no additional movement penalty versus any other LMG. There is no movement speed penalty. There, You can crouch. You can do anything you want mm-hmm. while carrying a full-blown minigun with the fastest time to kill in the game. It's a lot bigger, too. So I'm quite surprised that Mar- uh, that Rampart yeah. can carry it around at the same rate, per se. Uh, yeah, she's she's big. She's, she's it buff. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but... <laughs> Not a lot of things it, make a lot broken. of sense. You know, it, it's very strong. 
Well, most importantly, though, talk to us and and walk us through. And we kind of touched on it briefly, like how and why you use Sheila. But let's dive right into the actual use cases of Sheila. Yeah. How do you maximize it in that way? Yeah. Number one, this is free ammo. And a BR that's based on loot, it's free. And given the fact that it does a lot of damage and it has that three times scope, this is fantastic. Free ammo for long range poking. What I like to do when I engage a fight or I go into third party is I whip it out, I fire the entire magazine capacity, then I instantly put it into turret mode. And because it automatically reloads, I have another 170 bullets. That's free. I don't need any magazines. I don't need to loot. I don't need anything. All I have to do is wait 120 seconds from the start of the match, and I have this incredible asset at mm-hmm. my disposal. Better than love any gold it. gun in the game. Love it, love it, love it. Other use cases are more defensive. So you can use it to defend a choke point. Uh, if you have a protected backside, whether it's environmental or a defensive legend or your team, you can kind of just put down this turret and laser in at a choke point that's getting pushed by the ring, or there's a fight coming through it. Incredible at that. can also use this uh, Sheila to break down doors. So the temporary mm-hmm. single hinge doors can be destroyed uh, by Sheila. This will not only surprise enemies hiding right behind it or inside oh the room, goodness. but it can also be used to finish enemies. You know, if there's somebody with a knockdown shield blocking a door, mm-hmm. That's not going to be a problem for Sheila. Like, <laughs> it is not going to be a problem. No. Like, mowing down knockdown shields is probably one of the best use cases because it's fast mm-hmm. and it's free. And you could finish an entire team with purple knockdown shields if you wanted to. So, there's a lot of good use cases uh, for Sheila on top of just putting it down in a room to guard a, a stairway or something like that behind yeah. the tactical. I think. One thing to maximize uh, Rampart and maximize Sheila is something that I know I've struggled with in the past, and it's the concept of when do you use your abilities? When do you use it, and how do you maximize it? Because especially with like the Caustic and Horizon, I think people are really hesitant to use their abilities because it's like, well, then, you know, what if I need it later? And yeah, I think what I've kind of realized, maybe with Sheila and Rampart more than any other legend, is you don't want to die with your ability on cool uh, on not on cooldown available to use and if your ability in the video game can translate into a knock in any way shape or form use the ability and that's why i think emphasizing this door thing is huge because for a long time i would roll up to the door someone would be healing on the door and i'd be like i don't think this is worth it what if i need to go hold a choke point in 45 seconds well, you know, the cooldown's so short that it's not going to be a huge deal. And finishing a fight, winning a fight, just because of the ability you have, because no other gun's going to blast down this door and absolutely guarantee you a knock and a finish on this person. But Sheila does. I think that's worth it personally and something that you should yeah. do to get the most out of her. The flexibility that Sheila has in being able to use it mobile mm-hmm. is insane. The it's it's why she's like playable now, nuts. you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's really nuts because really she has three weapons at her disposal and one of them is incredibly powerful. So, mm-hmm. but I will I will answer this question of when do you use Sheila? Even though we went through the use cases, yeah. By starting that, I was the biggest skeptic of Rampart coming into the game. Totally. 
Maybe Fuse, actually. You were pretty pretty big on Fuse also. I I wasn't convinced (laughs) about Fuse either. But I asked, what's going to make me stop firing my G7 Mm -hmm. to pull out this random Sheila gun? Well. (laughs) That is really not the case anymore. My answer to when do you use Sheila is all the time. It is most likely the most powerful weapon you have in most situations. And so use it. Use mm-hmm. it all the time. And if you feel like, oh, I might want to save it for later, yeah, use it now. It's only a two-minute cooldown. By the time you get to where you're going, most likely you're going to have a fresh one. And if you don't, just pop it down, use it some more. And by the time you, you get there, you're going to have it again as well. So when do you use Sheila? During all these use cases, as frequently as you can. It's mm-hmm. a free, highly powered weapon. Mm-hmm. 100%. I agree. Now, we're going to get to this a little later when we talk about loadouts. Mm-hmm. But now that Sheila can be used mobile while you're running, jumping, doing all this stuff, should Rampart carry an LMG? Should she carry one at all? Should she carry one? Should she carry two? In the mm-hmm. past, we've said it is appropriate to carry two. What do you think the the loadout idea is with that. Yeah. I mean, if we want to, we can even skip ahead and talk loadout right now just entirely yeah. at a whole. Yeah. Um, I I think we are actually slightly different on this, which I think is cool. Um, I am not in the use two camp at all. Like I know we've talked about how that was possible and that was also made possible by the different use cases of the LMGs. Like they're very different. When I run Sheila though, I see the devotion as such a huge like advantage in the video game that I will go out of my way to run the devotion with her, try and find all the attachments for it with the extra mag size, with the reload speed. It is so good. And the fact that I can be like, okay, whenever I fight, I'm either going to have Sheila or a set up devotion. I just feel like I have such an advantage that I'm willing to do that. The other situation in which I will use an LMG with a Rampart, and I think this is where you and I differ a bit, is I will use a Spitfire as well as my primary, as my ranged weapon because of the extra magazine. I'll throw it three times on it, try and find the barrel stabilizer, and I'll use it like that as the longer range weapon. And that's also because I'm happy to supplement that with a shotgun which I think is necessary if you're going to run an LMG for ammo purposes. I don't think you can run two and even running one is always scary just because you're using so much per se. So being able to supplement an LMG with something that is you know easy to conserve ammo on, doesn't require a lot of stacks, is a good combo. And I think because you're not really as much of a shotgun player as I am, yeah. you don't really like lead into that uh, thought quite often. But talk to me about you and your thoughts with the totally. LMGs and such with Rampart. Yeah, I I definitely don't think that uh, loadout is bad in any way. Only small clarification is yes on the three times on the Spitfire, but no more barrel stabilizer. You yeah. have it on the Rampage, mm-hmm. but no more. I go so different on this question because I use Sheila so much. I use it as my primary at long range. So my ideal loadout for Rampart right now is Flatline Wingman. Mm-hmm. As weird as that is, I think that that, that is an incredibly strong combination given the fact that I'm not going to be 
using anything else uh, at longer, medium ranges. I just mm-hmm. want a really solid AR that's close range. And the wingman has so much versatility that I, I want to keep that in my ideal loadout. But other top performers across the board, CAR, R301, Spitfire, Devotion, way more than recommended. Like I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of those as well. And depending on the loot and what I find, happy to run any of those in an ideal situation. I don't necessarily feel like you need to run an LMG with Rampart, as, as weird as that is. I also don't think, we've always kind of said like, while her ability and passive is built around the LMG, that doesn't mean you need to force yourself into it. Um, and, yeah. and that's something to, I think, take note of with a legend like this, where it's like, you still have two other abilities. And so mm-hmm. you're still going to get some use out of the legend per se. Yeah, I, I don't want to give people the wrong impression, though. Like, the Devotion, the L-Star, the Rampage, the Spitfire are incredible with Rampart. If you like those weapons, you should play Rampart every single day. No question in my mind. But, because she is the only legend that can effectively carry three weapons, she has the most options out of anybody. So yeah. when Shay says he wants to run a shotgun as Rampart, I'm not even going to, you know, argue with that. because. <laughs> Because she can, on the go, use Sheila as a mobile LMG, that opens up so much flexibility mm-hmm. for a Rampart to be the one that's carrying the charge rifle, to be the one using the Peacekeeper or a, a Marksman. All of those options I've had success with because of the flexibility that Sheila offers. Um, I think when it comes down to loadout, though, not only do you can you really get away with almost anything, but the play style of Rampart is what allows you to get into gunfights where you have the advantage every single time. Totally. And that really is the tactical. An example, a few examples maybe. This could mean that you are walled up on a catwalk with a bow. It could mean you're walled behind a door with a charged PK. Either one of those options is strong because of her walls and the ability to also in your back pocket have a free infinite ammo lmg for a variety of situations Mm -hmm. so the loadout question i think is not as cut and dry as it once was when we first mastered rampart Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think that's a little weird for us to say like with a legend whose ability is built around a weapon but i also think that speaks to how good a lot of weapons are right now we're in a pretty balanced state uh from a weapon design standpoint and so Tons of flexibility. Knock yourself out. I like I also said at the top of the show, I'm doing it for the unique animations and half the time as well. And you know what? At the end of the day, Apex is a way to have fun. So give me that sweet Spitfire animation all day long. But right. let's talk about some other impactful stuff and we'll wrap this episode up. Um, arenas. We always talk about arenas and mastering the legends. I think she has really, really cool use case in arenas. Talk to me a little bit about where you kind of find yourself coming in with her. Yeah, I I play her in arenas uh, semi-frequently. She's not my number one, but I do play her. And I think it's her passive alone that makes her viable. Mm -hmm. Um, She can play some of the most powerful weapons, the LMGs, for cheaper and easier. Um, From the L-Star to the Devotion to the Spitfire, the Rampage, she offers a ton of 3v3 power just with the passive alone. Um, her other abilities, the tactical and the ultimate, are on the cheaper end uh, compared to other legends, and they can add a ton of both offensive and defensive value 
to her team. So I personally think Spitfire, Rampage, mm-hmm. Devotion, Elstar are meta weapons in arenas, and she can just dominate with yeah. them because she's better handling, better magazine capacity. Mm-hmm. And that counts when you're just in those basic one-on-ones or the 3v3s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, round one, Rampage, yeah. I really think is pretty devastating when the other, when your enemies are doing purple uh, RE45. Yeah. Like, you have more forgiveness because of the yeah. extra ammo and the reload. And you have more forgiveness early in BRs as well because of that. You can use these weapons at lower levels more successfully with her. So, yeah, I think she definitely fits in arenas. Stock team comps, though. And I think this first one might lead into a little bit of what we talked about earlier with the vulnerabilities to grenades that she yeah. kind of faces uh, more so than maybe other legends. Absolutely. It's her biggest weakness. Um, I I will say, if you want the defensive lineup, the pair of Rampart and Watson is key. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going to be playing so defensively and kind of uh, house hopping from one building to another and fencing and walling it up and doing all that play style, which I love, you're going to want to add in that Loba just to get you the loot, just to get you the Mm -hmm. ammo, the healables, the armor. You almost need it. So I think that trio, even though they're not all three defensive legends, Mm -hmm. is the most efficient defensive lineup. If you're running that building hop style, and even more so just Rampart and running LMGs, that free ammo is huge. Absolutely huge with Loba. Yeah. No doubt about it. And I'll say as kind of an addition, when we're talking about Rampart's tactical, in my opinion, there is no better defensive tactical in blocking doors than ramparts. Fences destroy doors. You don't like to do that. Caustic barrels, they block doors, but they are temporary. Mm-hmm. They get destroyed if they're set off. Now they can be shot. And once the door is blocked, it's blocked. With rampart, it is permanently blocked. It has hit points. It won't destroy the door. And you can open the door or enemies can knock down the door and then you're going to have amped damage right at their head. So I really think that if you like defending doors and buildings, Rampart is the goat. Totally. Other team comps. Rampart, Valk, Gibraltar. This is, you know, definitely you can add in a lot of different legends to mm-hmm. a team comp like this, but I call this edge offense. You know, if you want to be rotating, if you want to be playing outside of buildings, but still have, you know, the maximum rampart power that you want, mm-hmm. being able to throw down walls and Sheila on the edge of a map while you have Gibraltar and Valk to move you and to protect you, really, really powerful. And I think that that trio is definitely something to consider. I also, I love the Gibby pairing. I love that, you know, one of the weaknesses of Rampart is that her stuff can be shot as you're putting it down. Let's give her a legend that can you know, allow you to become indestructible for a time being, to have the prep time to set these uh, walls down. And he does that very well for her, which can set up a really nice, strong edge base um, between those two. Yeah. And the last lineup that we had prepared was Rampart, Fuse, and Horizon. It's kind of a fun wild card, but... I call this the focused DPS. <laughs> if you can get a Sheila spun up, oh a fuse goodness. ultimate and tacticals, and then suck everybody in with a black hole, 
you're looking at a absolutely broken <laughs> combination. You know, I think this honestly rivals a lot of what people would say is the most uh, oppressive being the caustic horizon. Yeah. I think if you combine these three, you're looking at a more foolproof, damage dealing trifecta of ultimates. Um, I think this is really, really powerful. So if you want to focus in that high DPS of Sheila, if you want to trap people with Fuse and Horizons Ultimate plus the Knuckle Clusters, watch out. Yeah. Like get your buddies, get your your teammates and play that that lineup and I think you'll have a lot of fun. She's a great legend, you know, all in all. She's a ton of fun. We love her so much in terms of the character design. She has great skins, incredible voice actor. She's just really, really cool all around. And she's a ton of fun to play. And, you know, I'm happy that, you know, you've kind of been leading the charge on Rampart's fun with maybe the gaming merchant for a long time now. So she's finally kind of coming around in terms of the public's eye. She got some love from the devs. Now she's getting some love from the streamers, getting more attention all in all. I say this, she's still not like breaking pick rate or anything, but she's you know up a full percentile point from last season, which is a very big increase, generally speaking. And I think she's in a cool spot and she's a ton of fun to play. So that's kind of rampart for me in a nutshell though, but obviously if you don't feel free to throw in your final th- closing thoughts as well. I think she's so well-balanced right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there's so many reasons to want to play her. And she is a defensive legend that can deal massive damage at range and do it in an offensive way. Mm-hmm. She's not strictly defensive. Now that Sheila is mobile, now yep. that the tactical lays down an instantaneous 120 health, she is a fierce competitor mm-hmm. um, in most situations. So. When we talk about versatility being power, now the Rampart is more di- like versatile than ever. Mm-hmm. Why not give her a shot? And yeah. I think the tactical is technical in you know, mm-hmm. its application, but Sheila is a lot simpler. Just yeah. hold down the trigger and watch people melt in front of your face. It is so powerful. It's worth unlocking. Rampart. Yeah. I think if there's one thing to take away from this, my tip for you outside of everything Henry said is just use Sheila as much as you can, as much as humanly possible. And you're going to notice, hey, I really enjoy playing this legend. That's going to wrap up Mastering Rampart, though. Thank you so much to our producer of the third party, 10, who supports Silver on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, follow us on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thanks so much for listening to the third party podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, now, another squad coming in. Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>